Stay Sane with Jane, the show that helps you and your business to thrive, not just survive. Tune in each week as Jane connects with guests in the wellness, business and publishing worlds, bringing you the most up-to-date training, techniques, healing and guidance for growth, mindset and motivation. Each session includes a magical guided meditation led by Jane or one of her special guests. Here's your host, Jane Scanlon. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Stay Sane with Jane. So I'd like to talk to you about New Dawn Purpose and Intention Retreat, which is happening in Bournemouth at the Queen's Hotel and Spa. So this January workshop is all about starting the year with positivity, love and intention. Um, I know after the Christmas holidays of rushing around, being a mum and then getting back to business and school and back to homework, etc. It would be important for me and for the rest of us to just take a moment and to chill and to be with a group of women and men who want to set some fabulous intentions for the new year. So I found this uh, New Year um, ceremonial uh, kind of practice a few years ago, and it's something that me and my clients do, um, and it really, really changed our lives. Every year, our lives improve. So if you would like to know more, jump on Facebook and check out New Dawn Purpose and Intention Workshop. It's on the 28th of January 2023 um, and I'm hosting it um, and early bird tickets are £55. So today we have got an amazing guest Gemma, who is going to be coming on talking about um, how to help wellness businesses to grow and thrive. So as you know, this is a a huge, um, uh, what's the word? This is very important to me too, because most my friends are, um, especially on Facebook, are holistic therapists or wellness practice- practitioners. So welcome, Gemma. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. Pleasure. Could you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Um, yeah, so um, I am a advanced massage therapist and skin specialist. Um from originally the beauty background, so started out as a nail technician, and then I've added kind of different training and skills over the years. Um, and in the last year or so, I've really kind of niched down, and I just focus now on for my hands-on business, um, just massage and skincare. Um, and then this year, I've also launched a mentoring business to help other therapists within the industry. It's fantastic. Um, I don't know about you, but when I launched Harmony Business Academy, it was in the pandemic because 
my business kept going, thankfully, because I had both online and in-person offers. And I was so sad, devastated to see what happened to our industry in, in that period. Businesses kind of going from thriving to absolutely nothing in 24 hours. It was shocking, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. It was, you know, it certainly made us all aware that, you know, we needed to do something different. Um, and I think a lot of people have come out of that now and add in alternative and additional income streams because, yeah, we just literally overnight had nothing. And, yeah, it's, it's something that you never kind of think about. You think maybe, you know, if you're ill, you kind of think, oh, you know, you might need to take a few days off or a week off. But you come back from that. But we just had no idea when when we were going to be able to go back to work, what that was going to look like. And and obviously we had the build up, obviously hairdressers went back first, we were all prepared. And then it was what we were given a week's notice, I think less than that maybe when they, turned, yeah. they said, oh yeah, no hair can, nobody else can. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a very, a very hard time for a lot of businesses. And I think on the, the positive side of it, I think a lot of people actually took time to, work on their businesses and look at their businesses in ways that they hadn't done before because we never have that time because we're always so you know we're always hands-on with clients we're always working so many people don't spend that time working on their business Um, and I think it made a lot of people rethink things and you know especially like work-life balance things like that people have really really kind of looked into a little bit more and kind of gone actually I quite like not working 70 hours a week and you know staying late for clients or coming early um and you know put some more boundaries in place I think definitely yeah very very important um and I noticed it was it like you say it was a great period for us all to go online and learn about business learn about marketing um I did lots and lots of free workshops in some kind of big Facebook groups with beauty therapists and holistic therapists in there. And it was it was a joy to see that we all, you know, we didn't just sit and, I don't know, moan and complain. We utilised our time to the best of our ability, didn't we? Absolutely. Yeah. So many people I know that have, you know, done online training, whether that's like you say marketing, online stuff, or whether they've kind of then gone in, you know, different kind of directions with their hands-on treatments. Um, I mean, I did a bit of both. I, I started doing an, an online Indian head massage course because I've I've done <laughs> massage for years, but Indian head yeah. massage was something I've never done. Um, so yeah, so that was one thing that I kind of got ticked off my list of, you know, training to do. Um, a lot of online stuff. Um it's actually how I discovered somebody that then became on came on later to be my mentor um, was through that. So yeah, did a lot of working on myself, on mm. my business, um, and you know, kind of the direction of things. Um, at the time when we went into lockdown, I was kind of renting rooms in different places, so um, I kind of was still settling because obviously I moved to um, moved from London to Dorset um in 2018 so we'd not been here that long before the pandemic hit so I was still I'd only really set up my business in 2019 so yeah. it was kind of I was just getting to a point where I was building up a nice clientele and then all of a sudden that's it we were we were closed no idea when we were going to be back so 
um yeah so a big 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 change and I think you know there was there was a lot of people that were in that kind of position they you know not long started their businesses were getting to that point where they were kind of getting a good business and then it was all taken away from us yeah that is so interesting that uh whereabouts in London because I also moved from London down to Dorset um I moved in I think it was 2017 but I didn't set up my face-to-face business down here till 2019 as well and then boom just as things were going well (laughs) things stopped (laughs) yeah so I'm from near Heathrow so over that that kind of side of London so just outside yeah Yeah. and me towards Gatwick south London so tell me how did you get started in your field what was your journey um, so way back 12 years ago, um, I started as a nail technician um, and I was working in local government at the time, working um, in a project and programme management um, office and doing a lot of stuff with project management, change management, um, which has kind of given me some of the skills that I need with my uh, mentoring and coaching business. That's what I was just um, thinking. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I just, it was one of those things I'd always wanted to do. I'd, I'd always wanted to do hair and beauty. When I left school, I went into hairdressing and I hated it. It wasn't wasn't for me. So I kind of stayed away from beauty, basically fell into the local government, but I loved it. And I, I worked my way up there mm. for quite a while. Um, and I just, one day I was just went, you know what, I'm fed up, fed up of saying one day I'm going to do it. And I just got a credit card, booked the course went into the training and then worked out how I needed to pay it off, how many clients I needed to do, that kind of thing. Um, and everybody said to me, well, you're not going to go and leave and, you know, be a nail technician. I was like, no, 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 I'll just do it, you know, kind of evenings, weekends. It'll be something when I have kids, it'll be flexible. Yeah. And six months later, I handed my notice in <laughs> and then opened the salon. <laughs> yeah. With absolutely no idea what I was doing at the time. I was 20, just turned 24. Um, and naivety on my side, I went, yeah, I can do this. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Not a clue. Um, so yeah, which is again, another reason for why I now, you know, have gone into the mentoring and coaching side of things, because yeah, there was a hell of a lot of stuff I didn't know. And there was a hell of a lot of learning on the job, um, with that. I employed staff from day one. Um, so did you, and I, I think I missed that bit. You bought a salon or you opened up your own salon. So you didn't just go in and hire a room or a table or a chair. No. <laughs> no, you took over. You just no, took over the whole I just salon. went and took on a whole, yeah, a huge salon. Fantastic. Um, I was, I I was looking. <laughs> I started off looking for a nail desk. That was that was kind of how it started. Went into a salon where I used to go and get my eyebrows done, and she sort of said, "Oh, we're closing. If you need to get anything else done, get booked in." And didn't really think, didn't think anything of it at the time. And I happened to drive past one day, and it was closed with these big signs on the window, "Inquire." Um, so I was like, oh, I did I did my work experience there actually when I was at school. Um, and I was like, oh, I'll just call the number, see what happens. And then the next thing I knew, I was writing a business plan and I was going for a meeting with the bank to get um, a startup loan. Um, and I remember <laughs> doing all of that. And both my parents coming with me to look at the, at the salon and they're like, this is huge. It's a huge salon. Are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, nah, yeah, why not? Let's give it a go. And I remember going for the meeting with the bank and getting approved for the for the loan. And I was on on the bus on the way home from work and called my husband. And I was like, "How far can we get on this amount of money?" And he was like, "What? 
was like you've got the money I was like the money's going to be in my bank in the next 24 hours like should we just run away what should we do <laughs> obviously I didn't we yes. stayed yes yeah so um yeah so that was kind of how I started and obviously I was a nail technician then so I didn't have a beauty therapist I had this massive three treatment room salon with a sunbed with eight toning tables it was a huge salon so mm. um yeah I took staff on from day one um and I did that for eight years so it was a, a big 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 part of my life and then we made the decision to move to Dorset I thought everything was kind of in a position where it could run without me there I could you know just work from home work on the business um because for me one of my best years in business was the year that I came out of the business went part-time and started working on my business yeah um and that's you know again people we, we work so many hours in the business and forget to actually work on it we think we need to be doing all the treatments we need to be seeing all the clients we need to do everything mm. um and actually yeah my best year of business was the year I I came out and and went part-time and actually spent dedicated time to yeah. working on my business um so yeah moved to Dorset by then I was a massage therapist beauty therapist I'd, I'd done all of my training, training whilst everything. running <laughs> Yeah, whilst running my salon, I went and did massage first of all, um, and then I kind of wasn't going to do beauty because I was like, "Well, I've got staff. I've got, I'm pure beauty therapist. Do I need to?" Um, and then I got to a point I was like, do "You know what? I hate the fact that when staff are off sick or on holiday, I can't cover the treatments." So that was kind of when I I did go and and do the rest of my beauty training because having a sixteen month old and a six month old wasn't enough at the time. I went and went back to college and <laughs> did that as well like um <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah moved to Dorset everything was fine and then everything just kind of came crashing down with the with the business and ended up closing the business kind of very quickly um and I ended up going through bankruptcy which wasn't obviously planned at all mm -hmm. um and closing the business was never something I wanted to do I'd and been trying you, to sell the business um, close it as soon as you knew um as soon as the lockdowns kind of came in or no this was before so this was the end of 2018 so not long after ah, I'd okay moved. yeah which in hindsight as much as it was a really awful time I'm kind of glad I did at that point because there is no way that I would have support my business would have survived through through COVID and through the lockdowns and through all of that like I really really felt for salon owners and business owners because I was just like that would have been me that would have been me lock the door and I probably never would have would have gone back that you know that would have killed yeah. it off um so One I could somebody I knew um she had the foresight to close her business immediately so she didn't go through the um like she didn't go through any of the lockdowns she decided instantly she said, I just don't know how long this is going to go on for I'm just closing the business right now and you know everyone this is your month's notice type of thing um yeah and yeah she was so pleased that she did and um, you know was able to do that because she would have just been bankrupt by the end of the yeah. period um yeah so tell me a little bit more about um the business 
Remedy Business Solutions. Tell me a little bit more about that because we know about your background now. You you know, that's really varied and I can see where you will have brought in different skills to to create this Remedy Business Solution and to mentor um, other people just like yourself. So it came about kind of well, out of lockdown, I was just say this year, really. It's something I've always wanted to do, something I always kind of wanted to, to give back with everything that I learned through having my salon. I always said I could write the book on how not to do things. Um, so, <laughs> you know, learn from my mistakes rather than my, make your own. Totally. Um, and I looked into it years ago and I just kind of was a bit like, do I want to be a mentor? Do I want to be a coach? There's so many differences. There's different qualifications and training. And I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for this and, and kind of just left it there. Um, and having then moved, you know, and set up a second business again, completely from scratch, coming out of the bankruptcy and all of the kind of the barriers that you end up facing with that. Um, and starting again when I moved to Dorset, you know, I had I, I didn't know anybody. So it wasn't like I could drag friends and family in to, to help build my business or, you know, yes, word of mouth. I totally know that, that feeling starting from scratch so um I've kind of done both sides of things I've, I've got the experience with the salon I've got the experience of you know going it alone um and obviously I knew this time around I wanted to do things differently so in order to get a different outcome I had to change something and for me yeah. that was to take on a mentor and my only regret is that I didn't do it sooner because yes. just having that person there I mean obviously having the salon having a team of staff you've got someone to bounce ideas off of you've kind of got someone you know if you want to do an offer you go right come on the team what are you thinking what should we do when you're working completely on your own you don't have that and mm. you know your partner and your friends get bored of <laughs> you talking about your business all the time but also your family and friends and people that are close to you don't necessarily see things in the same way that you do and I feel when you go to friends or family for advice, they sometimes give you the answer that they think they should give you or the answer that they think you want. Or they kind of put up a barrier and go, oh, I don't know if that's a good idea because they're scared. You know, would they have made that step? What goes wrong if you make that step, if you do this? So I find I kind of especially like I needed... when self-employed people ask employed people help for their business, that's just such don't do it people stop yeah because <laughs> yeah. an employed person who has been employed all their lives is not gonna have the necessary uh the the, the skills the knowledge to help you in your self-employed world in your business it's then they're not going to give the right answers yeah it's a completely different mindset and we've got completely different kind of risk factor to to what they have it's it is very different um and that's what I found with having a mentor it was great to have that accountability and to have someone there who knew and who understood um and you know could almost see things before I could because again it was someone more experienced than me someone that had gone through a lot of you know similar kind of things had a salon um and it was almost like you know you could kind of go through things and they go mm, okay so this is your possible outcomes is this kind of where you want to go whereas when you're talking to someone else you know family or friends they kind of go mm, yeah okay it's a good idea or no <laughs> don't do it you know there's yeah. not really that kind of the same thought like you say behind it so 
that was a huge thing for me and that made me really decide this is what I want to do I want to kind of give back to the industry and there's a lot of you know there's so many different coaches and mentors out there and, and focusing on different things but I kind of wanted to focus specifically on solo therapists because of how lonely it can be um, and because you know especially with what we've been through with trying to build our businesses back up again through COVID and people that you know there's a lot of therapists that have come out of COVID because people have retrained and had that you know rethink of work-life balance mm. um, and like you said when you started up your business when you moved the thing is a lot of people come out of their training and you can have the best training in the world in whatever your field is but you come out of training, you don't really know how to run a business. People, the first thing they do is they set up their Facebook and Instagram and they go, right, I've done that. All what? the clients yes. are going to come flooding in. Yes. And you sit there in your way and go, there's no clients. <laughs> Where is everybody? So it's helping people with that side of things, as well as having kind of, you know, I'm just here to listen. If you want to sound off, you want to, you know, you've had a bad day, a good day. I'm here to celebrate those wins. Um, but also holding you accountable and really kind of focusing on what your alignment is and your goals and defining that because again a lot of people kind of go into the business they do what they want to do because they enjoy it they love it but they don't really know where they want to go with it what they want to do with it what are their goals how much they want to earn so yeah. helping people to kind of define that and I, I always think the money goals for therapists are, can be quite scary for them because they often start this business because they love what they do and they want to share that therapy. So it's not, it was never about the money. People didn't become massage therapists or, you know, to make a million dollars or, you know, it, we come from a very different um, angle. So when, when I'm, you know, helping clients to set, goals around money and like how much they're going to earn and talking about numbers a lot of the time it's very kind of scary and unknown territory I find do you find the same yeah. thing definitely you know there's a lot of people I've spoken to you what do you want to earn I don't, I don't know like they have no idea they yeah. have no idea and I think yeah especially with massage therapy we do we're taught to work with you know it's our heart and our hands is kind of what we work with so that's quite a challenge I found for especially massage therapists um and also we you know we're massive empaths as well so yeah you know people like but I want I just want to help people I don't I, you know I'm not in it for the money I've but had if I've we had don't quite get a few money, people say <laughs> I'd like to just do it for free yeah. but how are you yeah which is great bills? because <laughs> yeah it's great that you found something you love that much but like you yeah. say you need to keep a roof over your head you need to eat you need to you know pay for everything and, you know, even just that, you know, people not realizing how much it costs them to do a treatment. Um, mm. You know, you say to people, well, how much does it cost you to do a treatment? Oh, I don't know. Like, well, how much is your your you know, your oils or your waxes or whatever you're using? Um, and, you know, especially in the beauty industry, like the prices of our, our products have gone up astronomically through COVID. And obviously, yeah. never mind the fact, you know, thankfully, we don't have to wear as much PPE now. But obviously, all of that was an added cost. Mm. So... And a lot of people haven't changed their pricing and, you know, people get really scared around pricing and just, you know, worry about kind of putting their prices up. But actually, if you 
you need to keep on top of it because you find, you know, that profit that you're making is is going down and down and down. And it's not necessarily about just putting prices up all the time. It's what else can you offer to your clients? Yes. How else value, can you value, add value. that income? Yeah. What else can you add in? Um, so, you know, things like little add-on treatments and stuff like that. One of my clients, she's increased her income, but she's not doing any more clients. And that's the other thing. It's not about finding more hours in the day necessarily. And you know working back to back constantly and being busy 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 because then you're just going to end up burning yourself out and you need that time for yourself you need that time for also working on your business Mm -hmm. and it's also getting people into that mindset again like I said before you need to spend that time working on your business because otherwise it it's what are you doing it's just a hobby it's you know and that's the thing and that's that's kind of where I come in with, you know, for some people it is a hobby or it's a sideline business that they want to move and, you know, make their full time business. So it's helping people kind of make that transition Um, and just getting things like, you know, policies and boundaries in place to start off with, booking systems, um, like I say, the goal side of things and knowing and understanding the numbers, knowing, you know, what it costs you to make a treat to do a treatment how you're going to make the money that you know you need to make at the end of it because we've all got goals whether your goal is to buy a house whether your goal is to move into your own treatment room um and just kind of working with all of that and making sure everything you're doing is is in alignment with that goal because again you know there's always new things that are coming out there's always new treatments and we're kind of like oh it's like shiny object syndrome it's like oh that looks good should we go and do this and should we go into that and you know a lot of people, especially again within the beauty industry, they think the more things they can offer, the more money they can earn. But actually, that yeah. quite often means more products sitting on your shelf, yeah. more expense going out. And with especially with beauty treatments, a lot of the time it's not something you can just pick up and run with. There's a lot of time that goes into that to becoming good at doing it. Mm. So actually adding more and more and more isn't necessarily what's going to bring you you know, more income. I'm all about stripping back, stripping back, making it as simple as possible. Sometimes when I speak to prospective clients, they've got several websites all for different things. They're different clients. They're they're spreading themselves Mm. so thinly. And then they're talking about going to do another course to learn something else because it is Like, if I do that, if I do that, if I do that, the clients will come. And actually, we both know that that's not the case. We don't need to add more websites. We don't need to add more um, therapies. We need It just needs to be as simple as possible because the easiest route for a prospective client to come through to you is going to be the best. (laughs) Make yeah. it as simple as possible. Yeah, and that exactly. equally um, uh, allows you more time to spend on the business, doesn't it? Because you're not worried about all these million, millions of websites, yeah. all these different therapies that you've got to train in or retrain in. And... Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. And actually, you've just mentioned a good point there about the ease of people finding you. And that is something I find so often especially things like Facebook and Instagram pages, the amount of people that don't have their location, email address or website or phone number and stuff to ha- yes. or even their location 
to hand. The amount of adverts that come up on Instagram for spas or salons and they go, oh, that looks good. I might go there. And you've got a troll through their page to get any idea of where they are in the country. So, yeah, mm. if anyone is listening to this who is a therapist, <laughs> make sure you've got that, you know, on your Instagram and Facebook pages really clearly. Um, because it was something that came up actually yesterday in a group that I'm in. They'd received a message from a client that said, well, I would book, but I can't find your website. I can't find your phone number. So just making sure that simple things like that, that, you know, can be, it sounds silly to say it can be easily overlooked, but, you know, we know who we are. We know where we can find, you know, our information, but clients don't. So just making sure that, you know, basic stuff like that is there. Um, and it's about so, being congruent, isn't it? So if that information's on Insta, make sure it's on Facebook, make sure it's on LinkedIn, yeah. make sure it's on your website, whatever you yeah. use. You don't need to be on all of these platforms either, but whatever you do use, make sure it's congruent and it looks the same and it's giving the same information. Um, otherwise, it can become awfully confusing, like having a lot of websites, which all have yeah. your name on it, but they all say slightly different things. And it... yeah. We've got such short, um, such a short period of time online to connect with a prospective client that it has to be really obvious. Because, like you say, if they have to start trolling through um, all your posts to try and find out where you are or a contact uh, number or website or email address, they're just going to find somebody else who's far easier yeah. to connect with. Exactly. And that's it. We've got so much at our fingertips now. It's so easy to do that and just look for the next one. Yep. 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 <laughs> so we did just give enough little bit of advice then. But <laughs> have you got any other advice or top tips for our audience? Yeah. So obviously, like we just said, making sure that all your contact details are out there. Claim your Google listing, make sure you're listed on things like Google and Bing. Um, and that's something that I've put up on my website is a free download. And it is like a checklist for the most basic things, but just kind of like a top 10 list of things to make sure you've got in place to try and, you know, for that ease of people finding you. Um, and also websites. I find a lot of people when they're starting out, they go to the Facebook, they go to Instagram, they do all that kind of stuff. And then they go, oh, I'll do a website later. Do your website yeah. now. Do your website from the beginning because whilst it's great having the social media side of things, people do want to see a website. And I do feel like even still now, it's almost like a bit of a kind of this is a real business rather than mm. a hobby business, if that makes sense. And it's kind of it's there. Everything is in one place. And people do like to see a website and not everybody is on social media. I mean, a lot of my clients aren't on social media. So, you know, for my therapy business. Yeah. So that's that's how they find me. That's how they keep up to date with what's going on is they go to the website. It's just it's worth having from from day one. Get your website sorted. They're not a massive expense um, and just keep it up to date and clean and clear with what you do. Yeah clean and clear make it as simple as possible because yeah. you want them to click and I don't know grab an offer grab a free phone consultation grab an appointment basically it needs yeah. to be nice and simple and obvious yeah on the first page <laughs> yes 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. Fantastic. So what about an offer for our audience? So you've just said you've got a nice tick tick list. So underneath, above this interview, we are going to give you details of how to get in touch. And in fact, you can jump on the website now, Gemma's website, which is www.remedybusinesssolutions.co.uk. Yeah, so there's the free download on there with the checklist. Um, there's also information and booking system on there for booking a free discovery course, which is a free 30 minute one to one call. So you can, you know, find out if mentoring is for you, find out a little bit more about it um, at the moment. So I've also just started my own journey towards becoming a coach as well. So I'm going to have a lot more tools and skills that I can offer my clients um, as well. So at the moment. My prices are fixed until the end of the year for working with me on a one to one basis um, and they will be changing in January. So if you want to you know, book that discovery call for free and then have a discussion about working with me on a one to one basis, um, you know, bringing your business forward, transforming your business, you know, growing your business. However, you know, starting out wherever you are at the moment, we can have, to have a discussion about that. See where you are, see where you want to be. We can put some strategies and things in place to get you to that end goal. Um, at the moment, I say I've got two spaces for this year and prices are fixed at the moment and will be going up in January. Um, Fantastic. And, and tell me, who, my coaching course. <laughs> who is the I who is your ideal client? Who is the who are these two spaces for? So solo therapist, so whether you're beauty, massage, um, at the moment my clients are quite varied. I've got massage therapists, I've got an aesthetics um, practitioner, an electrologist. So within the kind of health, beauty, wellness um, kind of industry, like I say, for anyone, whether you're just starting out and, you know, you're great at what you do, but you haven't got the business skills or you're not sure how to get your business out there, or you're kind of ticking along nicely, but maybe you're a little bit stuck and want to kind of push the business a little bit more grow a little bit more then you know having a mentor and having someone by your side that can help with that accountability help push you forward um you know and putting those things in place from the beginning is is the best way to go fantastic so all you have got to do if this is calling to you then jump online and go to www.remedybusinesssolutions.com .co.uk or you can search for Gemma as well on Facebook, Insta, anywhere else? Um, yeah, Facebook, Insta, LinkedIn. And LinkedIn and that's Remedy Business yeah. Solutions um, and go grab those offers if you are that ideal client, that sole client that really needs a mentor right now. Thank you so much, Gemma, for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure to hear about your journey um, and your two businesses and how you're really helping the health and wellness um, industry right now. It's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been really good. Absolute pleasure. 
Okay, we will say goodbye to you now. And um, hopefully we'll see you, I don't know, in a year or so. And you can give us an update on how everything is going. Yep, perfect. <laughs> All right then. Bye for now. Right. Bye. Stay sane with Jane. The show that helps you and your business to thrive, not just survive. Tune in each week as Jane connects with guests in the wellness, business and publishing worlds, bringing you the most up-to-date training, techniques, healing and guidance for growth, mindset and motivation. Each session includes a magical guided meditation led by Jane or one of her special guests. Here's your host, Jane Scanlon. Hello. Well, what a beautiful interview there. Right now, we're going to go into the meditation section of Stay Sane with Jane. And I'm going to be taking you through um, a beautiful meditation, which is all about your future potential. So I think that's really, um, is a really beautiful meditation to take you through today after hearing from Gemma and myself, who are both mentors, coaches, helping the health and wellness industry, helping individual businesses, um, as well as, um, you know, the, the greater good. So let's Take and breathe. We're just going to put on a little background music. And if you're watching, you will be able to see a beautiful waterfall, greenery, and just a stunning, stunning view. And it's my invitation to you to take a deep breath right now and bring kind awareness to this topic, your future potential. Tune in to how it makes your belly, chest and head feel. When you reflect on this topic, what are the emotions that you can associate with these visible feelings? or the positive or negative impacts of any stories you believe in regarding uh, this topic. And just remember that there are many others out there that feel similarly about this topic as you do right now. 
So in this exercise, I'll share how mindfulness can help you become whoever you want to be. Rather than simply reacting to the stresses of work, news and responsibilities, By now, you're probably feeling a little more comfortable with mindfulness practices if you've been following the meditations. You may also feel the potential of what mindfulness can do for you. For example, what would it be like if you weren't worried about work or the bills or your mortgage? What would it be like if you didn't feel overwhelmed most of the time? What would it feel like if you weren't tired? exhausted, lethargic from doing all the work all the time. What if instead of feeling overwhelmed, bored or stressed, you were able to step back and say, oh, okay, that's overwhelmed. That is worry. Okay, that's just stress. I've got this. Rather than saying, I am stressed. Rather than saying or feeling as though you're in the middle of it all. Instead, just recognizing that, okay, it's a thought or it's a feeling. For some of you, that may sound weird or crazy woo-woo. And you may well think, yeah, but I don't, you don't know my crazy situation. You don't know my overwhelm. You don't know my stress. And you're right, I don't. But remember, it's really important to see that this practice of mindfulness takes time for change to happen. But change does happen. For people who are successful at what they do, it's a habit of a lifetime, or at least a habit of a good few years. We're not just talking about doing better at work or feeling less stressed. This is about living life on your own terms. This is about choosing 
how awake and present you want to be for the life you're living right now. This is about enhancing your presence, your wisdom, your compassion, and your effect on the world inside of you and outside of you. To the absolute best of your ability, So how do you want to be when you're older? Mindful? Every time you visualize you're distracted. Every time you realize you're distracted and you're taking the time to acknowledge it something is changing. Not only in thoughts and consciousness, but also in the brain itself. If you experience stress, overwhelm or anxiety a lot, then it will probably be really uncomfortable and you'll want to get as far away from it as possible and that's understandable but it's also really important to acknowledge you can't stop anxiety everyone has tried it It does not work. But what you can do is develop a different type of relationship to it. Where you eventually feel at ease with it. And potentially can even start to embrace it as a way of further understanding the mind. So as you move through your day to day, remember the idea of being aware, simply being aware. being present for the sensations in your body. Whenever you remember to do this, it's quite an amazing thing. Because all of a sudden, you're actually present. Again, it's as though you cut the negative feedback loop. You step out of the loop of thinking 
which fuels the emotions of stress and overwhelm. And instead, you're actually present with your body and what you're doing. On the one hand, it's very, it's a very ordinary feeling. And yet, on the other hand, and it's an extraordinary moment because we experience it so rarely. Just remembering to be present, simply being aware. Excellent, well done. So to recap, if you experience stress, overwhelm, or anxiety a lot, then it will be really uncomfortable to do this. And you'll probably want to get as far away from it as possible. And that's understandable. But it's also really important to acknowledge that you can't stop anxiety Everyone has tried it and it doesn't work. But what you can do is develop a different type of relationship to it where you eventually feel at ease with it and potentially can even start to embrace it as a way of further understanding the mind. So as you move through your day, remember that idea of being aware. Simply being aware. Being present for the sensations in your body. I invite you to take a deep breath in and just hold it, hold that energy. And when you're ready, let it go, let it go, let it go. And again, deep breath in, hold it. Hold in all of that positive energy and let it go, let it go, let it go. I want to thank you for joining me on this journey. And I hope that some of it has been useful for you. As we come back into our bodies, sitting up straight, stretching, 
I want you to imagine that that mind dictation is now locked in. Locked into every single cell in your body and every energetic layer. And when those moments of stress, anxiety, overwhelm come over you, you will remember this meditation. And all the cells in your body and every energetic layer will remember that it's just stress. It's just the feeling of overwhelm. And that it's okay. It's not everything. It's not your whole world. It's just a feeling, a sensation, a thought. Thank you so much for joining me on this meditation. It has been an absolute pleasure and I look forward to taking you on another journey next week. So let me just remind you of the New Dawn Purpose and Intention Workshop. It's on Saturday the 28th of January. It's 9 till 5. It's going to be an amazing um, spiritual kind of workshop. We will be doing life coaching, learning the skills of purpose and intention and how to connect, co-create and activate your intentions into the year ahead. We will be doing a ceremony. We will be getting arts and crafty too. Obviously, there'll be some nice uh, coffee breaks. But before lunch, we'll be doing massage, movement, mindfulness and meditation. Um, there's going to be sound healing as well at, on this uh, retreat. So I'll be guiding everybody through uh, self-massage. We're bringing in beautiful essential oils. We'll be doing some movement and flow, probably within the ceremony, to lock in this purpose, this passion, these intentions. And I'll be taking everybody through a meditation, combination of mindfulness and meditation. And of course, in the afternoon, because we are at the wonderful Queen's Hotel and Spa in Bournemouth, we have access to the gorgeous warm pool, the jacuzzi, the storm, sauna and the steam room, which oh, I am so, so looking forward to. There are also some amazing um, hotel offers. So £90 per room on sole occupancy or £100 per room for a double or twin. When you mention you are on this um, retreat workshop and also they've offered us um, some amazing deals for lunch so £15 per person um, for like a lunch menu either sandwich wrap salad and a healthy smoothie 
for a discounted afternoon tea at £20 per person with Prosecco. So it is a beautiful opportunity for you to come together with beautiful, wonderful women and men. This is a mixed event. Um, at the moment, I'm not sure if the early birds tickets have gone, but they are 55 and it is going to rise to 65 pounds. So please book, book on because the price will be rising until the 28th of January. And if you decide to come on the day, it's 75 pounds on the door, but it's still an amazing deal for a full day's workshop. So with that in mind, I am going to kiss you all goodbye and leave you until next week. Stay Sane with Jane, the show that helps you and your business to thrive, not just survive. Tune in each week as Jane connects with guests in the wellness, business and publishing worlds, bringing you the most up-to-date training, techniques, healing and guidance for growth, mindset and motivation. Each session includes a magical guided meditation led by Jane or one of her special guests. Here's your host, Jane Scandler.